The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. We're back. We're live on Facebook and YouTube right now. And uh, we got a great show for you guys today. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody. I'm um, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm having my lunch. My friend Meg Rudix was her birthday. Happy birthday, Meg. And I was calling her, not realizing my time. And I looked up and I thought, oh, my God, I go on the air in 20 minutes. Megala, I have to go. So that's why I'm eating my lunch now. So if you don't like it, go go watch something else. Anyway, <laughs> happy birthday, Meg. We got a chat room full of people. What's up? Hello, Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK is in, in the chat room. Teresa Sabin, Cindy Lady Lake from Lady Lake Music, Angela Josephs is in the chat room. We've also got uh, Backpack John, uh, Anton. From the, uh, Australia, it's 2.55 in the morning or something or something like that. So thanks for staying up. We're going to have a great show for you guys today. The thing's going by so fast, I'm not sure if I missed somebody. If I did, I totally apologize. But we got a fun show for you guys today. We have Robert Craighead coming on the show, who's been on the show a couple times before. And uh, then we have um, Scream Queen and actress Devaney Pin coming on, which we met her at Sue Wong's Oscar Gala. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Teresa Saban wants to know what you're eating. He's eating, uh, I don't know what that is. I'm having a liverwurst sandwich with baby shit mustard on rye, no, on whole wheat bread, and I'm drinking milk. Very healthy. There you go. That, that's what he's eating. So, also, I want to tell everybody who's, uh, who's uh, tuning in right now, <clears throat> which. Cindy, lady, oh, everybody sings hi. All right, hey everybody. So listen up, everybody. I uh, I'm trying to build my Instagram and my and I joined TikTok this weekend. Um, TikTok is is basically like an app for like young people. So I'm kind of old, but all the celebrities are on it, and I thought it would be a lot of fun. So if you uh, if you have an account on TikTok, please follow me at Dr. Jimmy Star, Dr. Jimmy Star, and I'm also Dr. Jimmy Star on Instagram. Um, I've been putting our interviews up on Instagram. Um, They've been getting anywhere from like 10 to 50,000 views, which is more than we get on YouTube. So uh, I thought that it would be cool to put them up there. So check out our Instagram. You can see all kinds of cool videos that we've got going on there. Please tell me, where were you a doctor? Huh? Got a, um, from my education that what, I went what, to school. What? So I'm a doctor, too. No, you're not. Yeah, go home. I said, my name is Dr. Ron. Yeah, okay. You can be doctor, whatever you want. <laughs> but how do you have the balls to say doctor? What is your doctor's doctor in 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 thinking? Hello, everybody. Welcome to our show. 
it doesn't matter. I went to school for ten years, so so like I've got the actual degree to show. Dr. Ron it. Russell. No. Oh, see, they like TikTok. Anyway, oh, but, but wait a minute. I am a doctor. I have been a gynecologist for women. Not I was not a gynecologist. What do you call a women's doctor? A gynecologist. I have been a gynecologist all my teen years. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you guys, TikTok is a, vi a video. Uh, TikTok is a video platform. You can put videos up to a minute. All the celebrities mostly do things like singing and dancing and and things that are funny. It's kind of like a short version of um of Will Ferrell's uh, website. Funny or die or whatever it's called, whatever it's called. Um, and it's very funny and everybody's on it and it's a lot of fun. So if you're on it, please follow me. There you go. And if you don't know how to do TikTok, I'll, I'll teach you guys how to do it. I just learned this weekend. I have six videos up, but I only have 500 and something followers. So I need followers. So please follow me on TikTok. Um, TikTok, look at my sock. <laughs> Actually, though, that would have been a good video. You could have done that. If you could have done that and it would have worked uh absolutely fine on the whole thing you have a filthy mind oh well what did you think i was going to say cock <laughs> that's what you were going to say dirty mind degenerate pig that you are all homosexuals are degenerate no they're not well you're the one who said it so, <laughs> so that's how it like works many people <sighs> think we are deviates and degenerates and we're sick mentally they should only know darling how happy we are you'd be so miserable there you go. You got to like love it. So I hope everybody's doing well in the pandemic. Everybody's staying safe. Everybody's not wanting to pull all their hair out. Uh, it's been very, very uh, uh, boring, I think, at times for everybody. And I've seen we've watched a lot of television. Uh, if you want some, a good drama to watch, which is the best writing ever, I've watched. I've been binging How to Get Away with Murder all like six seasons. I'm like on the fourth one. It's very, very good. And I think that everybody should definitely watch it. The writing is excellent. And uh, Ron watches mostly uh, documentaries. documentaries. I'm intelligent. And, and I don't watch documentaries, but we He's do watch ignorant. Law and Order SVU. Documentaries teach. Television today demoralizes, hurts your brain. You know, I love Marissa. Mariska. Mariska Haggerty. Hargitay. You know, the fuck are you in English lesson today? Well. Shut up. I've got a doctorate. <laughs> Yeah, in assology. <laughs> yeah. In assology. Um, anyway, I love Mariska. Mariska Hargate, Jane Mansfield's daughter. Of course I love her because I love Jane Mansfield. Anyway, I'm tired of that show with the rape and the rape. Everybody's getting raped. Boys, girls, horses, cows. Everybody gets raped. I wonder if it's not influencing girls today to sort of think that they can get away with that sort of stuff. A guy breaks up with them, and they're angry, so they go to the police and say, he raped me, when in fact she was, you know, giving him head in the back of the car for years. But what are you going to do? That's terrible. Don't make everything dirty. <laughs> I didn't make it dirty, giving head. First of all, it's called- We have Craig Head coming on. What's dirty about his name? <laughs> Craig Head. Does he give head, Craig Head? And, and anyway, it's called- Law and Order Special Victims Unit. So the reason why every episode is about rape and stuff is because that's it's all about sex crimes. I know that, but too much of anything sucks. Yeah, this thing fell out of the computer. Is it going to turn no, us off? No, that's, that's, that's something I took out. I like happy movies. I like Breakfast at Tiffany's, those sort of films, fantasy, love stories, pretty scenery, beautiful costumes, beautiful people. I don't like dark, dense, dirty uh, buildings like 
dilapidated condemned buildings with filthy rag muffins running around and ugly hairdos and ugh, I like pretty. But I came from that era where everything was beautiful. You know, Sophia Loren movie or Marilyn Monroe movie. What was better than seeing Marilyn Monroe on screen? We just ended Jane Russell's month on TCM, too. We watched a bunch of Jane Russell movies. And I got to tell you something. It pulled on my heartstrings. Seeing Jane for so many weeks uh, brought her to my mind so much. And I kept telling Jimmy little stories about Jane. She did not like uh, the Gypsy movie at all. She wasn't happy with it one bit. Uh but I think that was Howard Hughes' payback for her not wanting to do a lot of stuff that he wanted. He wanted her always to expose her bosoms and be in the scantiest clad clothing she could possibly be in. And always, like Jane said, they'd have her picking up a bucket of water and the camera would be up there to get her cleavage. Cleavage back then was a no-no. Today, I mean, we see cleavage, we see nipples, we see everything. Uh, but back then, the, 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 the church condemned that film. They said, no, the outlaw is a filthy film. It's going to you know, corrupt young men, make them go blind from what they'll do when they see the film. Then she did French Line, which was in three dimension, in a scantily clad costume, doing a striptease. And that really flipped them out. They really said Jane Russell is like almost pornographic. And she wasn't at all. She was a very religious lady who lived a very straight-laced life. She was married, had children. She's a good woman. She's a good person. So I defend my Janie Pooh. That was my nickname for her was Janie Pooh. And uh, my nickname was Billy. Silly Billy. That's what she'd call me. Silly Billy. And I would call her Janie Pooh. And we had a wonderful friendship for many years. And I love and miss my Jane Russell. So you guys should watch the Jane Russell movies whenever you get a chance. They're really cool. And for those of you who don't love beautiful things, we watched a really cool movie on Netflix. I think it's called Code 8 or Code 9. It's got Stephen and Robbie Amell, the two brothers in it. And uh, he's the guy from Arrow. And it was basically about people who everybody has different like human powers and stuff. And it was set in the future. And it was very cool. The police flew around like in these spaceships and stuff. Uh, it was very fun. You guys, I think, will like it a lot. We also want to welcome Michaela Singleton to the chat. What's up, Michaela, how are you? That's nice now that you see everybody. I know. Here. I love it. Anyway, this week I went through a battery of tests because, you know, turning 80, you know, I really have to clear something up. I'm turning 80 going on 50, if you understand what I mean. It's just a stupid number. I don't know why it happens that I have that number 80 uh, when I'm only 50 in, in every way, health, mentality, and spirit. I've had more fingers in places that I shouldn't tell you from all of my uh, inspections. What they didn't do to me, they stuck it here, they stuck it there, they put it up here, they pulled it down there. But anyway, you have to do that when you get to be a certain age. Like I said on Facebook, tune your car. We all do that. The car lights up, it says tune-up time. But if we have a palpitation or if we're not feeling too well or if you know walking that extra block makes us fatigue, we don't see it as a signal that possibly maybe we need to go have our heart checked. Possibly we need an angiogram or an angioplasty. Possibly we may need a, a pacemaker or a stent. This happens when you get to be a certain age. So folks, the way you care for your car, care for yourselves. Gentlemen, have your testicles checked 
for for uh, cancer. Have your bladder checked for cancer. Have every part of your your prostate, your rectum, everything checked for cancer. Because you know, as you get to be my age, something's going to kill you. And the body's trying to kill you off. And doctors are trying to keep you alive. So it's a battle between your body and science. Well, take it from Ron Russell. Let science win. We could live a long time today. Had I, had this been 50 years ago, I would be dead now. Because I've had uh, several stents put in uh, to, to, to protect me from having a stroke or a heart attack. Go. Listen to me, seniors. Go get checked. Also, we want to tell every we want to give another shout out to Fix Auto, Fix Auto, and Sherry Nelson, Maxim Magazine's model, um, for helping get Ron's car fixed because Ron brought his car home on Thursday, right? Yep, I drove baby this this morning for a little bit because you have to drive them once a week, otherwise, carbon builds up and it's not a good thing to do. And also, the tires you have to exercise the car. And what a pleasure it was. The top was down. It was about 85 degrees and the sun was out and the breeze was blowing and music was on and baby and I flew down the road. So it was a happy homecoming. And we're going to have, uh, you know, they say that that heat might be one of the things that kills the coronavirus. And if so, it's been 100 degrees every day this no, week. No, 106, 105, 103. It's supposed to cool off now next week and be 95. I like it when it's 90 between 85 and 90 because it's dry if this were like when i lived in new york the humidity would kill me uh you perspire but here it's dry so you really don't feel the heat in actuality if it's 106 out you stand in the sun you burn but if you go in the shade it's cool yep he's right also when i come out of the pool in 105 weather i'm chilly my body shakes because you feel the cold air it's very strange weather. Yeah, but we can't go in the pool right now. That's one of the things no. That's the pools are closed. <laughs> we live in a country club development, and the pool is closed. Actually, everything is closed. Right. So pool, now, tennis, everything. Well, what I do is when I go out to water my plants, I put the garden hose on myself, like I did when I was a kid, and that was fun. There you go. <laughs> well, you know, any port in the storm, my friend. You know, you can't be particular nowadays with this stupid virus. That I hope they open up California soon. I don't know. I heard that in the film industry, uh, they're, they're possibly going to be opening up Atlanta, uh, Georgia, Georgia, like in July. And but they think California is going to be later in the year, later in the year or we're, su we're supposed year. to go to. Am I supposed am I allowed to say that? No. Say oh, what? that we're going to Georgia. To oh, film? We, are gonna go to go, we are going to Georgia to film. Yeah, But I don't know if I'm allowed to, you with you. I'm not allowed to say anything. We can't say of what it is. We'll just we have a film no. that we're working on. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> I'm going to work with a camera that has no film in it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're demented today in the business. Years ago, pre-publicity was the answer. They would tell the stars, you're getting paid X amount of dollars for the movie and X amount of dollars for publicity. Go on Johnny Carson's show. Go all over you can and promote the movie. Now, the only one that does it is Joe Kelly, and he's smart. We're promoing Clown Motel 2 like crazy because Clown, Mot two, Clown Motel 2 has got to be probably one of the greatest films ever made, simply because of its cast. Joe Kelly and Angela Joseph have collected all of the best actors and actresses in horror movies, Ron Russell included. That's a nice compliment. And the film has got to be great, because all those personalities coming out 
in a good script. Not that I've gotten my script yet. You know, I said yes to a movie. I haven't read the script. That's how much I trust Joe Kelly. There you go. So I think our guest is actually in the little. Hey, uh, he knows all about it. He's in this. the little message room. So Craig I think- Head knows all about this. He's got such good stuff. Absolutely. You got good stuff going, baby. You're really rocketing up. I know all about you now. Wow. Oh, we want to say hi too to Jason Finney because I think Jason Finney is listening someplace because hey, he just Jason. sent me a text. So what's up, Robert Craighead? How you doing? Another day in paradise. How are you guys doing? <laughs> you, you really don't Good. need the mask. We can't catch oh, you. I, 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 I didn't want to take any chances, but <laughs> you look like freaking Anthony Hopkins in, right. in Silence of the Lambs. Right. So I want to cut right to you're really. Uh, flying now, baby. You're happening. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been a great couple of years. Yes. No, 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 not years. I I mean, Jimmy's going to go to it, but I understand that you just got the lead in what? No, not a lead, but he's in. uh, We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. First, we want him to say hi to everybody. First, let me say something. This guy is probably one of our greatest actors. Uh, have you ever seen his work? If you have, you're going to enjoy it. He's a natural. He's not. A, he doesn't read lines. He's really old school actor for a change. Oh, thank you, Ron. Thank you. No, it's true. It's true. Well, I want to be nice to you because if we live in Sherman Oaks, you live there. Yeah, too. we want to live in Sherman Oaks. We want to be I nice. Want to, I want you to as well because Palm Springs is too far for me to come to a party of yours. You know, absolutely. <laughs> we went. We actually drove to L.A. two weeks ago, and we were looking around at houses. Uh, we didn't get out of the car. We just drove around Sherman Oaks and Van Nuys, and we decided that, like, once I get some of these projects going, we want to move there because we think it would be great. And I want to move there because uh, Lanny Kazan lives there. Oh, love Lanny! And I love and you I love Lanny to pieces. I love it, and I want to see her socially. And talk, talk about a wonderful actor that Lanny Kazan is. Lanny is a wonderful everything. She's my favorite person in the world. I only want to take her to the Jewish deli for her birthday on Ventura Boulevard. What's the name of that deli? Uh, Jerry's Deli. Yeah, love that place. So yeah. hold on, we have a chat room wait, full wait, wait, of people. Hang on, wait. Laney turns eighty years old in a couple of like after my birthday. I'm May twenty eighth. Laney sometime in June. They're both eighty. Gonna be eighty. Both eighty from Brooklyn. How do you like that? We, wow, we, neither we, one of me. I would not suspect either one of you. No. Yeah, she Laney doesn't look eighty. Not at all. She's tra- she's trapped in the house having a, a nervous attack. She's she's an active lady, you know. She wants to sing, perform, and go. And this trapment is just terrible for everyone. How about you? How hang you on, surviving? hang on, hang on, hang on. We've got a whole chat room full of people. Yes, everybody in the chat room. He's the guy from Future Man. Say hi. Say hi to the chat room. We got like all countries represented. He, he's a big shot. This is no little <laughs> crappy actor. And I have to tell you a story. Okay, so. We're watching TV the other night. I don't even know. Maybe it was the Sci-Fi Channel. Like he wasn't watching. I was watching it, and uh, and all of a sudden I saw like this really cheesy shark movie, and all these people getting eaten by sharks and stuff. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of it, is Robert Craighead, and I was like, "Oh my God, that's what, so what, awesome!" What was he doing? And what? the name of the movie was Damn Sharks. And you're, you're like a sheriff. You're like the sheriff or something. You're like a. You're like. No, 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 no. I was. I was like an old hermit living back in the. Oh, woods. that's right. Okay, an old hermit living. In, you guys, I it was so much fun. Yeah, usually I play sheriffs. Yeah. Yeah, I play sheriffs. Too. But it was fun though. It was just like Sharknado. You guys, the sharks were just coming out of everywhere and eating the shit out of everybody, and they were like in a little river. You know, you have these big ass sharks in this like little river. It was so much fun. I love those cheesy fun movies like that. And, yeah. and I and I was looking at your IMDb, and you got another cheesy fun one I think called Crabs. So it's gonna be like giant crabs or something. Yeah, yeah, the Fukushima power plant. Whenever in Japan, whenever it's uh, you know. Some, 
some uh, crabs got infected and mutated, and uh, they uh, they uh, come they land ashore uh, up in uh, Northern California, uh, and uh, I'm the sheriff there. Yeah, so I, I they, hope these you're like the go-to guy wait, though now for I sheriffs. Hope, I hope these films are camp because I'm in oh, a couple. I'm in a couple of Lulus coming up. I can't discuss the scripts, but I'm in about six future films, and one is like. Weirder, like what's the word I want to use? One is um, less Hollywood than the. I don't know. How do you put it when you're in these two dollar films? No, but these are not two dollar films because his there's on TV. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in one that's a million and a half, so I really can't say. I'm not even supposed to say that. I'll be killed if they if I if I say. It. But yeah, the, 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 it's a million and a half movie, which today is crap. It's nothing. It's not a lot of money. <laughs> So hold on. Do you like? Did you did you have fun doing that? Because I thought that damn sharks thing. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like, I would love to do it. Be a lot of fun. We filmed up in Bakersfield. The problem, biggest problem I had was it was in. Uh, we filmed it in like December, and and it was on the Kern River um, outside of Bakersfield, and it was freezing. Freezing. We were very. And, yeah. So and we were having to get into the water and stuff, but we had to get it finished. In time for Sharknado week, you know. So yes, I think that's hilarious. I freaking like love it. So you guys, Robert Craighead, you can follow him in social media. He's at Robert Craighead. Um, you uh, congratulations on being like the go-to sheriff guy now in all these big things that you got going on. First of all, oh, and- I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled, man. I'll play a sheriff all day long, every day of the week, twenty-four-seven, man. It's it. Uh, it's, it's it's sheriff is good. I play sheriffs or gangsters, either mafia or sheriff, a nasty cop or a nasty gangster. I guess I'm a nasty person. I don't know, <laughs> but in real life, I'm not. I'm the, I'm so opposite. Are you opposite your characters, or did you ever find yourself in any of the characters you've played? Well, yeah, I have to have part of myself in every character I no, play. No, no, no. I mean, I mean your feelings, your political beliefs, or your religious beliefs. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not a very political person. Yeah, uh, neither. We're not either. either. Yeah, I just don't. You I know don't stand on anything. I I hate whenever uh, I I you know like on social media people that try and like blast your news feed with all this uh, political stuff. It's like, you're never going to change anyone's mind about no. their. Uh, I, uh, uh, we don't do it either. No, I agree. Not at all. So let's do. But some- wait a minute. When I play a tough gangster from Brooklyn, mafia, mafioso, I'm really good and tough. I sort of can't sometimes find the character because I'm gay and I don't want the character to have any kind of a gay uh, movement. <laughs> So I really work hard because I'm supposed to be he's a, such a queen. Well, shut up. <laughs> shut up. You, you Wait, you're gay? <laughs> no, I'm not gay. Jimmy is. He married oh, me. But, well, I knew Jimmy was, but I know. <laughs> so it's, it's very hard for a gay actor to be totally tough and straight without you know flipping a wrist at some point saying, I'm going to kill that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so easy for I you to that move. You're straight. You're straight. So easy for you to play a cop. So let's wait. Wait Wait a minute. I'm going to finish my question. Now, what if we cast you as a gay man? Where would you pull that from? He call you. <laughs> no, he call you, you big fag. You're the big Mary Lou I, Queen. Ron Russell. Dr. Nurse Jimmy Starr, yeah. the big fairy. Well, That's we all have our feminine side. And so I, you know, I mean, 
It's like uh, we are love- feminine and child within all of us. You I know? would love to see you playing abroad. You'd be the ugliest broad, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so. Oh, you know, oh, he tells me that no, too. No, you're such a butch, handsome man. I don't that's think it's, it's not a feminine feature on you. You're a oh, rugged. But that's one of his goals, though. So no, but he's a rugged, handsome man. When they redo Tu Wong Fu, you could play the Wesley Snipes part or one of those. Yeah, <laughs> so let's do some bragging. All right. All right. So, so you're playing a new sheriff, Sheriff Walker Conley. On the TV show Ruthless, it's a spinoff of The Oval, and these are Tyler Perry shows, so you know they're like hugely major. And and uh, Ruthless, love the him, new love him to death. The new season of the Ruthless starts tomorrow, right? No, actually, uh, it starts back up tomorrow. It's been on for uh, I think this will be the seventh episode uh, tomorrow or tonight at midnight, actually on BET Plus. And uh, there's 24 episodes total. I'm in like 14 or 15 of them. And uh, it's, it's, it's really an intense show. It's, uh, I bring a little bit of comedic relief in there a little bit. Um, but it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I actually, uh, Tyler, uh, when we were filming one episode, because Tyler's a huge country music fan. I'm going to interrupt you. How is he as a person? I love him. I think he's a gentle, sweet, kind man. Am I right? He's absolutely the most generous, loving, caring human being. I love that man. I'd love to meet him one day. I'm so in awe of him. Wait, go back. Wait a minute. And when he plays in drag, the old lady. Medea. Medea. I scream from him. Oh, we see everything. I cry from him. I wouldn't miss a Medea movie for anything. He is fabulous. Yeah. I love that man. And so you're wait, go back. Work with He's him. a country music fan and you sing country music. Country, country music. Well, anyway, uh, we were we were shooting and Tyler likes to throw things out to you while you're while you're filming a scene, you know. And so the scene had really ended. And uh, he goes and I'm talking with this FBI agent who we're we're infiltrating uh, this cult that's uh, outside of this small town where I'm the sheriff. And uh, anyway, at, at the end of this, one of the scenes, Tyler goes, ask him if he likes country music. So I go, you like country music? And he says, well, actually, no. <laughs> and, and Tyler goes, well, sing him a song. So I start singing this song that I wrote with uh, Paul Overstreet, who is uh, my uh, Grammy and uh, CMA award winner. Great guy. He wrote Forever and Ever, Amen. Uh, when you say nothing at all, some wonderful song. And I'm uh, privileged to have written a song with him. And anyway, so I start singing it and uh, it just worked out really well. And so they're going to be using it uh, in the show. So Yay! I'm like, really thrilled. Now, now let's get away from showbiz. Are you married still or what? Of course yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't uh, know. 35 years, yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. No, I didn't know if you were married or not because I saw you making out with that 21-year-old broad with the big boobs at, <laughs> oh, the, last, at the last party. <laughs> That's only a joke, folks. Not true, not true. <laughs> so don't spread it around. The first time we met Bob, we were all happy. Let's put it that way. We, we, we all had a few, right, Bob? Didn't we have a oh, few? Oh, yeah, yeah. But we had done a few interviews already, you know. Right. Yeah, we right. already knew him. So no, 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 no. We knew him on television, yeah. but we never met him in person. Right. We, in person. I met you in person in the place that I punched in the guy the in the face and got thrown out. Did you really? 
At the, or is it the Mo- was, yeah. No, there was a girl. I go around to all the beautiful girls and ask them if they're actresses. And if they are, I want to know. Maybe we put them on the show. So this big, tall jerk was standing talking to some tomato, a real piece of ass. And I went over to her. I said, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. And he pushes my shoulder. I said, excuse me, don't touch me. So he said to me, uh, whatever, whatever. Then he said to me, you look like a, no, you're dressed in cheap clothes. So I started to laugh. I said, excuse me. He said, <laughs> he said you look like shit. You really dress crappy. And then I guess he, he, like he thought girl. I was trying to hit on his girl or the yeah. girl he was trying to make. He was coked right. up. He was definitely rapid talking. He said, you look like a Miami Vice faggot. Yeah, he, he said, said, you look like a Miami Vice faggot. <laughs> so I, I gave him a right hook to the kisser and knocked him in the water almost in the little pool. Then I threw him down the stairs. And then we got thrown out. And then I <laughs> <laughs> I got thrown out. The, the, the party I was at? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a big to do. all that. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, it must have really crazy yeah. after well, no, Nobody's going to call me a faggot and not get hit. I'm sorry. You know, that's wrong. And you know? the guy was like in his 50s. So like Ron put him on. I mean, he, when he hit me, the guy fell on the ground on the floor. <laughs> I knocked him right down, the piece wow. of shit. Well, well, you know, man. That, that day, nobody Nobody's don't don't screw around with Italians from Brooklyn. Actually, in the in the chat room, they're saying somebody said, "Hey, oh, Angela, Angela said she saw you in 911." 911 Lone Star. Yeah, I played no. Happy Stan. I love that. It was like, I oh, that was such a fun part, and uh, uh, got to uh, be tossed around by a bull, and uh, right, uh, it. <laughs> It was a fun part. I worked with Liv Tyler on that as well. And uh, uh, Timothy E. Goodwin, he was a very funny guy. But, you know, that show is Rob uh, Rob Lowe and Liv Tyler's show. And uh, it's a new one from uh, um, Ryan Murphy. And uh, so it's going to have your drama and your comedy in it. And I kick off the, the show with uh, uh, this great funny speech and then – this bull gets loose at my car a lot. It's yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, they, they said you were excellent in it. So first of all, how cool is that though? Because since the last time we had you on the show, you've done like a ton of shit. Yeah, last year I was really. <laughs> I, I don't good. think that's the right word for work. <laughs> you've done a ton of great work. That's right. <laughs> I, I do mostly the shit work. <laughs> anyway, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off this theater crap. So how many years you married? 35, he told you. No, I, 35 years. Are, are you speaking? What do you got? Your he name? just told you like three I know, minutes ago. You don't, you, don't, you don't know where I'm going with my with my jokes. Okay. You cannot step on the button. You ruin all my jokes. Listen, Robert, will you do me a favor? Let me 4,000 bucks. I want to divorce this son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so how many, no. years, how many years are you married? 35 years. And how did you meet your wife and where? Uh, I met her doing, uh, we were auditioning for a play. Um, it was Tartuffe um, in uh, North Hollywood uh, back in 1983, 84, something like that. And she was actually engaged to a, another guy. And uh, I stole her away. So. There you go. Well, Those right. are the stories we like. Well, that's, you know, listen, my dog is barking. All our dogs are barking. All your dogs are barking. I yeah. Mean, we have three yeah. dogs. Uh, no. no, because people like to hear about your work, but they also want to know who you are. And our show brings out the personality of the person. People will love you more and your work if they know who you are and what you're all about. Uh, I mean, years ago, actors and actresses were done by the studio. They put the publicity out. 
And people would fall in love with Clark Abel, Joan Crawford, J. Betty Davis, because of the magic. He's too young to know who yeah, they really yeah, were behind the scenes, you know. So. Yeah. So <laughs> when I interview our guests, I always want to get human. You yeah. know, like, what, what's your favorite meal? Does your wife cook? Uh, actually, she's been cooking a lot lately. Her and I both. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and what, what are you making? What kind of, what, what kind of meals? What kind of uh, meals are you making? The, uh, last night, we had chicken shish kebab uh, and salad. The uh, night before was salmon. Uh, oh, chicken so salmon, yeah. You, you eat healthy. Is your wife still working in film or, or stage or something? No, actually, uh, she... she Really didn't pursue uh, pursue it much after we uh, got married, and now she is a big wig executive with um, a uh, uh, d uh, develops health and wellness programs for large corporations for an Great. integrated health company. Yeah, oh, that's so, cool. so not only is she beautiful, sexy, but she's got a brain. She's very, very sharp. You know, I'm, uh, a lot of people say I married way above my grade. You know, I don't so. think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I think you're terrific. But anyway, any children came out of this beautiful marriage? Yes, we have one, uh, one daughter, and she's uh, 34, and she has given us two beautiful grandchildren. Good. Uh, one is four, and the other one just turned one during this lockdown, so we weren't able to. We haven't seen them for two months and it's uh and they only live five minutes away from us and yeah well it stinks both my daughters had birthdays and i wasn't able to be with them to give them a cake a kiss or a gift and it drove me crazy yeah so I, I, I went over to my daughter deirdre's house and i just grabbed her i didn't give a shit i said get over here i grabbed her and i hugged and i kissed her on her shoulder i said i needed that hug I can't. If it was up to me, I, I mean, I would be there. You know, I mean, my daughter will not allow it, though. She, well, once it's done, she can't say anything. <laughs> what is she going to say? Don't hug and kiss my kid. Just say, oops, I'm sorry. I forgot. Well, she won't open the door. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Just like children. <laughs> love them. Does your yeah. daughter Does your daughter call you or only text message you? Uh, we've been doing a lot of FaceTiming, usually oh. about two or three times a day. So, uh, oh, you're lucky. She likes you. That, uh, yeah. I mean, we get to see our grandchildren play with them a little bit. My, my granddaughter, uh, like I said, she's one and she has this little play kitchen and her big thing is to take the phone and put me in the refrigerator on that little play, uh, play set or in the oven and, or lay down, lay me down on the floor and laugh at me, and I'll, of course, I'll be going, "Hey, let me up, let me up." <laughs> that's so much fun, though. Well, that's fun being a grandfather. Those are the the rewards of of living long and having children with grandchildren. That's life's <laughs> life's reward are our children. Sometimes, Absolutely. sometimes, Absolutely. not all my friends agree with me, but <laughs> majority do. Okay, now what else? Let's talk about. Um, uh, let's talk about something serious. Like, um, how do you stay healthy? Give me advice. Give people out there advice. I'm on that kick this week. Do you get well, tested? I mean, I mean, you know, I've, I've kind of like put on the quarantine 15, uh, you know, like this, uh, the first few weeks that this uh, lockdown happened and because my gym closed and, uh, you know, you, you kind of figure, well, I'm just going to wait this out. It'll be all right in a couple of weeks. And, 
then after a few weeks and I started putting on some pounds, I'm like going, Oh my God, I got to get back on track. So I, uh, uh, I go out and walk every day and uh, do push ups, set ups. And, uh, and then I, I watch what I eat. I don't eat any fried food, hardly any red meat ever. Um, good, good for you. Lots of fish and chicken and vegetables. So You eat yeah. healthy, you look healthy now. But the question I want, because I'm promoting good health for senior citizens. I don't know that you're a senior yet. You don't look it if you are. But um, if you had a pain in your groin, you would go to a doctor, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Many people out there say it's gas, and then they die from pancreatic cancer or other cancers. So my thing this week is telling people, please, if you have any kind of a suspicion or a feeling of anything that's not quite right, go to your doctor. Doctors will see you. You can call your doctor. He will make an appointment. In fact, doctors are not busy at all. Most of the doctors. No, actually, you know, I walk, I was, I, I, like I said, I walk every day and uh, there's a hospital close by here and, I'm walking by there and I was surprised to see there was hardly any activity at the hospital. And I was like, well, well wait a minute. But it's because uh, um, people you know, are afraid to go. They think they're going to catch the virus. But let yeah. me tell you people something. Dying because they're not going I saw, I saw three doctors yesterday because I'm going to turn 80 and I think it's time to get a total GI physical to make sure everything is functioning. And every doctor's office I went to, they took my temperature when I went in. They asked if I've been tested. We stayed six feet apart, masks and gloves. There was nobody in there. The place is sanitized. All they kept doing was cleaning it. So, folks, listen to me and yeah. Robert and Jimmy. If you don't feel well, do not wait for this epidemic to be over and we're free. Go see your doctor. It's a great he, time. You don't have to wait. Will, he will see you. <laughs> and, don't wait, and don't wait to work out either. Keep yourself healthy, you know. Right. I walk in every oh, day. I, I, I want Robert Craighead to tell his fans, tell them what they should do. Go see. Go see a doctor. If you're, Robert, if you're how far do you walk? Pain, go see a doctor. How yeah. far? How far do you walk every day? Uh, usually, um, uh, like, I don't know, anywhere between three and four miles a day, you know? Okay. You got me B. I'm running. I'm doing two and a quarter. Cause I Are walk. You running or walking? No, I'm just walking. I'm walking with the dogs. We have three dogs. So I walk around our development three times and it's two and a quarter miles. If you do all three times and I do one time with each dog. Yeah. My, my dog, uh, we did that in the beginning and, uh, she loved it and was very excited and loving life. And then I think she got a little tired of it. After. <laughs> I, 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 I watch Jimmy from the window walking the dogs and I get exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look like you work out all the time. Ron. <laughs> I, no, I don't sit still he for a second. He eats very I, eat, I eat like you do. I mean, very, I'm a very healthy eater. I do not like, McDonald's or Burger King or any of that crap, those horrible uh, junky restaurants. I've always eaten well, even when I eat out. I will have uh, healthy food. Uh, uh, my only downfall is I'm a chocolate fiend. I love chocolate, and it it's good for you, but not too good for you. And, and yeah, except my weakness is frozen yogurt. Man. Well, I can knock off a seven layer chocolate cake with a glass of milk by myself. I and, like cheeseburgers. <laughs> I like cheeseburgers and French fries. Jimmy eats everything that's chemical. If it's made with acid and... Uh, I like Chipotle. I can eat Chipotle every day of the week. I love it so he much. Does. He, he almost does for lunch. <laughs> I love Chipotle. Why do you 
healthy. Yeah, it's you know, pretty healthy. Put in it. You know? I also like Burger King, McDonald's, and Wendy's. <laughs> I mean, any crap food there is. I mean, it's amazing he's still alive. I'm a good cook. I'm an Italian cook, and I cook nice meals. And you got to see what he does to my meals. He pushes this aside. He picks the olives out of this. He doesn't like the. I don't like the onions. The onions. He doesn't like the sun dried. What the hell are you eating? I told him. You, you dissected the entire meal. He has the worst, <laughs> worst palate, worst dining palate I've ever met. Which, by the way, Meg Ruddick joined us in the chat room, and hey, it's her Maggie, birthday. So happy just to say happy birthday, birthday Meg. my lovely Meg. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yay. I want to talk about her husband, Alan, who is a hero. Alan is a pulmonary pulmonist. pulmonist. And he is working in the hospital around the clock, helping people with the virus. He is tested two and three times a day. Um, He's just one of the most wonderful friends that we have. Alan is a hero. And my Meg, who's a gorgeous girl who looks like Grace Kelly, by the way, uh, they are two of the dearest, most loved friends they of mine. They say that you're a very good cook. Everybody in the chat room says Burger King and McDonald's is shit, but but Chipotle is good. Good. <laughs> anyway. So, hold on. Let's go back. I want to go back because people in the chat room, uh, especially fans, want to know. what. So I, I saw your post on Facebook, and you said you were going to tell us about Ruthless, which, again, starts tonight at midnight on BET Plus. BET Plus? Is that BET right? Plus. Yeah, it's a uh, streaming. It's BET streaming network and uh right now you can get it uh like on amazon or or you know online uh you can get it uh for free for a week and get caught up and, and uh, then it's like i think 9.99 a month that yeah 9.99 that we have that it's definitely worth it i mean so, there's a lot of great shows <clears throat> so on your on your post you said you were going to tell us about that and there was something else you were going to tell us what's the other thing you got coming out or doing Oh, I've got a, uh, I've got uh, three movies that uh, should be coming out later this year. One is, uh, let's see, Shooting Star, which is a western uh, from Pfeiffer Worldwide. Uh, um, Michael Pfeiffer and I, I've done, uh, let's see, three movies with him now, and uh, uh, he does a lot of movies for Lifetime. And actually, one of the films I did with him is showing Friday on the Lifetime Network, uh, Saving My Baby. That's the one. Okay. That's what I remember reading that. You wrote that down. Okay. Saving My Baby. And then, uh, let's see, Kombucha Cure. Do you guys know Jason Bernard and uh, Roberto uh, uh, JR Productions? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know if you saw a movie. I I did a movie with them called Halloween. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw that, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're the producers <laughs> of that. Yeah. And uh, anyway, they 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 and uh, Ginger Knight uh, Films um, co-produced this film called Kombucha Cure, which is directed by Cecilia Choi. About the it's kind of a dark comedy about the medical uh, field and how they, you know, deny patients um, uh, needed surgeries, et cetera, and how this one community started kind of screwing over the. Uh, the insurance company. And uh, anyway, so it's a fun movie. Uh, it, it's uh, both funny and dark, but it's definitely got a, a message there. And let's see, then another one I'm really excited about. Now this goes against any character I ever played is Dweller from uh, Pacific Shore Films. And uh, I believe Bloomhouse is uh, going to be releasing it. They want a theatrical release, but I think they may be leaning towards uh, uh, going on Netflix with it. It's, uh, 
it's a horror movie. And, I love horror. That's my favorite genre. And I play a uh, uh, an old hermit out in the woods again. And uh, like in Damn Sharks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except I'm. Uh, I can't give away the plot, but uh, I'm not a very nice guy. So. Okay. I bet you could be though, like because you're like kind of like intimidating. And you get that deep voice and shit. I bet if you're playing an asshole, you can really play like a good asshole though. Oh, I played. He could take lessons from you. He could take drama lessons from you. Listen, not to say, because I'm going to get killed for saying this, but I don't give a shit. I heard a whisper that very possibly you're going to be in a film that I'm in, maybe, if it gets funded. Yeah, if it gets funded. I heard somebody say, oh, let's get Robert. Anyway. Wow. Yeah, I don't know know if we're getting work. We may not be in the same scene, but I know that we may be in the same i'm getting hit i'm not supposed to say anything anymore oh oh okay anyway let's go back hold on let's go back i just thought i'd tell you so that you're to also make, to make your to make your day i got i have, I have 18 films in development at the moment that right. i'm producing and oh, you're going to be in one, and, you, and you're going to be in so one you're on my one. list of like i have to like provide lists of how actors. come you can say it and i can't that i need some uh financing for that I, I need to send you the script over. i have i have 18 films that i'm like working on <laughs> and and, and every okay, and every time I do it, I have to like provide a list, and these are like, and so I have a list of actors that I know well enough that I have their phone number, and then I have another list of actors that I have an email address, and I have another list of actors, you know, who I can message things on Twitter because they follow me. I have like all these like different lists of of different levels of famous people, and uh, so you're on my and you're on my but list. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me tell you. If Jimmy invites you to a red carpet or a big event, he'll go. Here's y- your name gets on already. Other people's don't. They say not big enough. Not I know big that's enough, true. Oh, thank you, thank no, you. Right? Give you a little. Well, I love going. I love going and seeing you guys. Uh, I think we that too. I was. You know what? I'm because that last one. It was the Oscar uh, party. Susie, yeah. Susie Wong. No, no, not Susie. Susie. Oh, yeah, Susie Wong. No, no, yeah, Wong. You, went, yeah. you went to Susie Wong's. Yeah, he no, didn't go. I, he I didn't go. Invited, but I'm thinking because okay, I was you, you were invited. You were invited. Yes, I was invited. Yeah, but I was. Why did you go? But uh, my wife and I got so sick, and I'm thinking oh. that it might have been COVID. Yeah, yeah. COVID nineteen. Because we stayed up all night coughing and hacking for like yeah. a month. It was yeah. horrible. We didn't get to any of the holiday well, let, parties. Let me, let me tell you something, my friend. We've been to several, uh, not several, a few Oscar events that were horrible. They were disgusting. I didn't even want to be there. Susie Wong threw an affair. Sue Wong. I call her Susie because but... she's cute. She likes me. She danced with me. We're in love already. Um, Susie and I, da- she is fact fabulous woman, number one. I call her the dragon lady because she looks like the dragon lady with all her beautiful shit. Anyway, the, the, her Oscar party was by far the best in Hollywood, better than any of the biggies. She had a fashion show out of this world with the most gorgeous gowns and dresses and beautiful Asian women, six foot tall. Skinny, she's a, she's a fashion beautiful. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The food was fabulous. Usually the food stinks at those affairs. She had steak and potatoes and vegetables. was lovely. The dessert was drop dead. It was some kind of a crazy chocolate mousse, strawberry, whatever. I was in love. Now you're making me feel worse about not being able to. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The best part is I went over to Susie and I said, listen, where's the Chinese food? I, mean, I, th- I thought you would have Chinese food. She said, well, didn't you eat the hors d'oeuvres? They were all Chinese hors d'oeuvres. I said, no. Some 
everybody handed me a slate and said, Ron, would you do us a favor? The slater is not here. So could you slate everybody going on the carpet? And I missed the whole cocktail hour because I was working oh. slating oh. it. And I was so pissed yeah. off. But well, anyway, I, mean, I, read, I read where Jimmy gave you a hard time about asking your the Chinese food. Yes. <laughs> oh, everybody got so offended. They're so fucking politically correct today. I can vomit. You can't say anything. Oh, any please. Day. She look. If you came to my house and said, "Ronnie, you're making Italian food. What am I going to throw you out?" I yeah, asked. Yeah, coming to my house and saying, "Hey, are you going to barbecue?" Because I'm Texan, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, you so you're right. Susie Wong is Chinese. I expect her to have Chinese food. I don't expect to have French food. I mean, give me a fucking break. Anyway, I love her. She is absolutely the most mysteriously fascinating woman and a talent like you can't believe. Those creations that she made, first of all, her dresses start two, three thousand dollars for a cotton dress. She's not oh, in. No, no, it's oh, yeah, she's expensive. Like twelve hundred bucks for a dress. Excuse me. Make a liar out of me for four hundred bucks. Anyway, for a cotton she's dress, they're all beaded. And no, everything. no, no, no. Those gowns are in the seven, eight. Ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollar range. Her, she only uh, the, the president's wife. What's her name? Melania. She owns some Su Wong. Uh, Su Wong is not in department stores. She's the couture designer. She's in Neiman's. She's only. She's in Neiman's. Why yeah. you shop there? You know. No, I googled it to see where you can go. Buy oh well, Su she's Wong in Neiman's. Go check out her prices. <laughs> she's extremely expensive, but extremely fabulous. Now we next year, wherever we go next year, we'll get you on the list because they love Absolutely. you. Everybody loves you. Oh, no, you're, you're, you're coming to the Oscars at, at Su Wong's next. We're definitely going to Su Wong's. Absolutely. We're on that, we're on that invite list always. It was a lot of fun. I, lo I loved her party. It was the best party I've ever been to. I was looking forward to it. Oh, you would have loved it. You had to see the people that showed up. We, so oh. we missed so many parties. Yeah. yeah you actually this, know everybody. You this, probably knew this them all. This was like Oscar night. The girls came, the young girls in gorgeous gowns with their bosoms hanging out and gorgeous bodies. And the men were stunningly dressed, handsome. Everybody looked like Hollywood of years ago. It was a very elegant affair. Uh, a beautiful room, the chandeliers. It yeah. was just. And the, the and, the, and uh, gorgeous too. And the entertainment was great. And Su Wong looked like a canary. She was all in black feathers. And I said to her, this is true. I said, the last person I was with that had feathers like you was Jaja Gabor. And she turned to me. She said, don't ever compare me to her again. <laughs> well, there's a story there, I'm sure. So, you know, <laughs> there's a story there. You know, so there's a story. Exactly. But, you know, I was the music came on and she came over to me and started dancing with me. And the two of us were falling in love. We were dancing. She's really quite a beautiful woman, very striking, like a dragon lady in in, a, in an old uh, Charlie Chan movie. Yeah, Charlie Chan, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I saw all the pictures that you guys posted, and yeah, it was, it fabulous, was fabulous, gorgeous. fabulous event. If you get invited next year and you don't go, you know what? You don't belong. No, this is true. Well, not you. I mean, the audience, not you. Oh, no, 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 no. You'll go. You so know, hold on. Well, I, I, I like to brag. We have five and a half million people right four and now. A half. Four, I like five and a half. I know, but that, but that Dean, extra million is making no, up. Dean said to me, "We were number top top hundred on iTunes. I mean, on iHeart this week again." Good. Dean's Dean is our producer who shoots us all over the world. And Dean said to me, it was five and a half million, Jimmy, not four and a half million. Call Dean and ask him. Okay. Well, I need those guys to follow me on Instagram. I need them to follow me too, because I you guys follow Robert on Instagram. Is it Robert Craighead on Instagram? It's Robert Craighead on Instagram. And I'm yeah. Dr. Jimmy Starr and Ron is Ron Russell's show, you guys, because I need to, I'm trying are you on TikTok? 
I haven't, I haven't figured it out yet, man. I'm like, I, I never heard of it. I joined it on Saturday, and I, f- I have figured out. I did seven videos and put up there, um, and then and then you can share it to your Instagram. And I got a lot of plays, like especially when I shared it to Instagram. My Instagram's starting to do good, but I can't get verified on Instagram. I don't know why. Everybody else, I see. I, know. These, I haven't found a I'm fake account either. I'm, I found I'm ver- a. Jimmy, you cannot get verified on that account because they found out you're not really a doctor. Oh, that's ha ha ha. I found out li- literally I found uh, I-, I found a fake account that's verified on Instagram. And I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, this isn't even the real person. And they're like, they're verified. And I can't. And I've been turned down like seven times. I try it like every month. I haven't tried in a long time, but you I know, tried I- in, uh, several years ago and they didn't. And I'm like, you know, who needs it? Yeah, that's- I, I have to say something. How many times have we won that award in a row? That, that what, what we're on now, that whatever you just said. We haven't won it. it just whatever it is. Whatever, they put We've us been up. in the top 100 podcasts on iHeart like 10 times. Okay. Then for a while, we weren't. And I didn't understand why. Last week, I talked about Eileen Shapiro's boobs. We went on again. <laughs> Every time I talk about the size of Eileen Shapiro's tits, we get the thing and we get we get we get in there. So I'm going to talk today. I want to be on again Later, next week. Eileen Shapiro has the biggest tits anyone ever saw in your life. We were She's not at, listening right now. <laughs> no, but she'll hear about it from somebody. We went. Well, we, did, we did a we did a, a film shoot in a crazy house. He met the, Eileen. He knows Eileen. We did a crazy shoot on in Long Island, and Eileen and we were sneaking into the crazy house to shoot it. Film. It was a ghost hunt. And Eileen Shapiro was claiming climbing a six foot chain link fence and her boobs went over the fence. And she was on one side and the boobs were hanging on and the she other. Got stuck. Oh, oh, this is true. And then she said to me, Ron, help me push my boobs up. I was hysterical laughing, bent over. I couldn't even do it's it. It's in our comic book that's coming out in a week. <laughs> so finally, I got both my hands, I swear to God, and I pushed those friggin' watermelons up, and she fell down on the other side, and she was so mad at me. She said, thanks a lot for helping me. I said, Eileen, I couldn't help it. You had to see what it looked like. You were on one side, and those friggin' cannons hanging on the other side. It was. I wish we had it on video. It was a scream. I'm surprised we did, and everything gets We do have it on video. Not Eileen's tits hanging from the fence. We do, too. We do? Of course we do. Oh, let's run uh, it for everybody. <laughs> now can. that I spoke about it, we have to show our audience. Everybody can go to our YouTube channel and watch our ghost oh, hunt, and then you'll see it. It's I mean, it's it's hysterical. It's, so hold on. Let's go wait, back. Wait, one thing. Eileen's boobs are real. There are no water bags in there. She's all natural. And I love Eileen, and she loves it. She said, Ron Russell has made my breasts so famous. I'm so She grateful. has a book coming out soon, so she's happy to get the publicity. Right. No, so, said, so you guys, this is Robert famous. Craighead, and he's been in so many great things, but some of the things that we've talked about, you want to see him in Damn Sharks whenever it plays again. That plays on sci-fi? Was that on sci-fi? Oh, yeah, it's a sci-fi movie. A yeah. Sci-fi movie, you guys. He's got His crabs hasn't come out yet, right? No. <clears throat> no, that, that one hasn't come out. I, I don't know when that one will come out. I made that a few years ago, and I think they may have run into some uh, distribution problems. But. Okay, well, then you have Smothered by Mothers, which I only brought it up because it's got Heather Matazero and Burt Lang and Jamie Bernadette, which we see Jamie Bernadette every time we go someplace. She's always there. Oh, yeah, and, Jamie was a sweetheart. I love Jamie. Yeah. And then you guys, uh, Ruthless, which is on uh, BET Plus, the streaming BET channel. It's it's uh, it's the, the spinoff of the Oval. Let me give you the plot on Ruthless, okay? okay? I, I'm the sheriff of this little town in in Virginia, and a cult, a, religi- a religious sex cult who keeps their uh, 
their members by drugging them and uh, and and sexual perversions. And uh, anyway, they set up outside my little town and me and the FBI are working together to infiltrate uh, this cult called the Rockadouches. And but it it is awesome. It's a great show. One of Tyler Perry's best. OK, I can't wait. So I'm going to watch it now. Have you been to his studio in Atlanta? That's where we film. Yeah, I've done, I, this I, my, I heard it's quite a studio. Yeah, it's, it's 330 acres. Uh, it I, this is my second series that I've done for Tyler, and uh, I played the sheriff in the other one. I'm too close, too to, close home. to home. Too close to home. You guys got to watch it. It was awesome. We had yeah. several people from that show on, on our show, actually. Yeah, I love, I love, uh, I love Tyler Perry. I love Tyler Perry Studios and everybody there. It's there's so. You know, when I first went there and uh, was filming Too Close to Home, the first week I was like, everybody is like smiling and everybody's so happy. And, and I'm like, it was like what you would imagine working at Disneyland would be like. Of course, I found out that that's not true, but uh, <laughs> at Disneyland, but right. it is true at Tyler Perry Studios. And, you know, I found that out that, you know, everyone was genuinely happy to be working there, thrilled to death. And it, it's the happiest place on earth. I love working for those guys. It used to be that way years ago. Years ago, I was at Universal. Back in those days, everybody was friendly and polite. And we used to joke around. I was on a horse for 17 weeks with Brenda Vaccaro and Sarah. And, you know, sitting on a horse for 10 hours a day is no fun. Riding up and down, the same shit over and over again. And I worked with Brenda. I love Brenda. Yeah, she's a sweetie. Brenda is a sweetie pie. She's an Italian from Texas, and her parents owned a pizzeria, so we were in like Flynn. I mean, buddies. I haven't seen Brenda in a long time because her husband's not really nice. I, call, <laughs> I called her up, and her husband answered, and he said, oh, Brenda's not socializing or speaking to anyone in the business anymore. She's retired. And I thought, what nerve on that son of a bitch. But anyway... <laughs> When I moved to Sher Sherman Oaks, because she lives in Van Nuys. So I'm going to knock on Brenda's door. I have, every intention. Oh, I have every intention to. And if the husband gives me any problem, I'll punch him in the face. Well, I have <laughs> a phone number. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, he answers, right? Brenda, Brenda is a lovely girl. She said he's got her phone number, but, but uh, the husband answers. Yeah, the no, husband I, answers ha I have Brenda's phone number also. Yeah, yeah. I, I called years ago, and I don't understand why he was so mean. I mean, not nice or polite, just very rough and gross. So anyway, hold on. Let's go back. So you guys watch him in Future Man, Why Women Kill, 911, Too Close to Home, The Last Heights. And don't you have a movie in production that's uh, something that you're uh, – it hasn't started. It's in pre-production where you're going to play a country star. Right, right. That's the one I, I'm going to sell to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. actually, it's, it's, it's uh, being shopped around right now by – uh, a few different uh, production companies and uh, it it's it's going to get made probably within the next year or so Good but uh, Good. and keep in mind i make a very attractive cowboy on a horse <laughs> i do well, I look, I look it is country I, music so i really look no, I, re I really look good as a cowboy i think i look best as a cowboy Wait, have you have you recorded i know you had two songs you recorded have you recorded any more yeah, I've actually got uh, four songs out now, uh, and one of them that I co-wrote with uh, Paul Overstreet um, that, you know, you go to Reverb Nation, I put them out there, but I, they haven't, uh, two of the two new ones haven't been released yet, so um, 
I, I'm saving them for my movie. And, okay. But, however, I do sing the chorus to one of them on Ruthless. At, yeah, I'm going to start watching Ruthless now that I know you're in it. But that, that's the second season, right? So I have to go back and watch the first season first? No, no, right? no, no, no. It's a new series. It's oh, a new brand show. new. Uh, it's only been, like I said, it started March 19th. And, but you but you can watch and get caught up and watch all the yeah, I'm going to watch them. Oh, okay. we, we do that all the time. We yeah. do that with the Jane Fonda show. What's that show called? I love Jane Fonda's show with, with what's her name? Frankie and Grace. Frankie, oh, I love, love Frank. And we, we binge on that. We like that one. And we also like the Michael Douglas one, the Kaminsky yes. method. And we, all, and we also binge on Miss Maisel. Oh, yeah. The Marvelous Miss yeah. Maisel. I love the Marvelous oh, Miss Maisel. Three, three fabulous pieces Okay, of so work. let's do We only got like five minutes. Let's do a hypothetical. Oh, but wait, one question before. Oh. Listen, don't wait for us to move to Sherman Oaks to come to dinner. Next time you're in the in Palm Springs, give us a buzz before you and your wife come over for dinner. I'll have some friends over. We'll have a little party. Well, I love Palm Springs, but I hardly ever get there. I think it's well, been... we'll, we'll move your ass and get there. You know, it's easy. <laughs> you get in the car, you turn the switch, and you go. And the okay. wheels roll, and you get. When here. this is all over, anyway, we'll get you because we'll be. I can't wait to start going to events again. So we'll get yeah, you. We'll, we'll see you at some events. All right. So here's a hypothetical. You work with all these like cool people. Um, who's on your bucket list, male and female, that you have not worked with yet that you think would be fun and you would like to work with? And if you could have ever been in any movie ever made, what movie would you like to be in? Mm, wow, that's a really good question. Um, well, I would have loved to have been in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, that that's uh, just uh, right off the top of my head. Uh, I am, I, and I wasn't so impressed with that. I'm surprised uh, really? you said that. We yeah. know like half of the Tarantino fans, so, you know. Right. I thought it was too slow. The acting was way too slow. Uh, really? The scenes were because too that was Leading to my other, uh, you know, Brad uh, Pitt and George Clooney are two actors that I would love to work opposite. Oh, yeah. I, yes, would, love, I would love to work with them also. Well, actually, I've got a story about George Clooney. George Clooney, I worked with George. It was one of my very first jobs, but it was George's very first job. And I remember we were talking... Uh, uh, in the trailers, um, and and George was telling me he just moved here from Ohio, and he said, "Man, he says, yeah, he says I'm getting my my SAG card on this show, and so that <laughs> how cool is that? Okay, yeah. so what's a female actress you would like to work with? Female actress, um, let's see. Well, I mean, my God, uh, I guess right now." Margot Robbie. Uh, oh, there you go. Streep, uh, no. two age brackets there, you know. Everybody uh, says Meryl Streep, so I'm glad you said Margot Robbie first. For me, it's Charlize Theron. Like, yeah, nothing uh, I okay, all right. Margot Robbie, Charlize Theron. <laughs> <laughs> I love Charlize Theron. The last Theron. one in the world I would want to work with is, is What's-Her-Face, because she steals the scenes. You know, Meryl hey. Streep. She's such an, a character yeah. actress. Therein uh, lies the challenge, Ron. Therein. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that. I know that. But, you know, how, how, how does one equalize or work with Meryl Streep without looking like a secondhand player? Because she really knows how to eat up the scenery. She's got that. She studied under Betty Davis, you know, watching all of Betty's movies growing up. So she's got the quality of Betty Davis. And she's not afraid to go without makeup or hair. She's uh, a real. You know, she's a real actress. So I think it would be quite a challenge to uh, play opposite her. Quite a challenge. Yeah, it would be a challenge, and that's why you would want to do it, because I I love challenges, yeah. 
Yeah, I do too. But you know, I, I with her it would be a bit, a bit difficult. I don't know what I would be cast as. Probably a fairy hairdresser that does her hair. <laughs> I could play that without challenge. Without challenge. Hold your hand. Yeah. A real screaming queen. Oh, I love your hair, darling. Ooh. You know, I could do that. I could then I could outdo her. I, I would like you know who was it that said never play with ba oh uh, what's his name said never do a movie with children or dogs because nobody will watch you. Who was that? The guy with the big nose, the drinker from years ago. Uh, WC Fields. WC Fields said that. Oh, he yeah. said, never work with children or dogs because they steal the scenes. Uh, did, you, wait, did you ever have anybody steal a scene from you? Uh, from me? Yeah. Uh, Gary Busey has a few times. <laughs> oh, well, he, well, he's totally nuts. We know him. His son, his son is wonderful, by the way. His son is really handsome. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, one of the movies that I just mentioned... Uh, I believe Shooting Star. I think Jake's in that. I'm, yeah. I'm not, oh, no, Jake's not in that. There's another movie I did that Jake's in. But yeah, he, Jake's he, really cool. He's one of our favorite people. We like Jake yeah, a lot. Jake. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, he's, but his father's nuts. Oh, I love his father. I had the best time. Yeah, uh, me too. Oh. And I know his wife very well. Is, uh, Stephanie, yeah. So they're but yeah, they off the wall. I mean, he's an interesting guy. Yeah, we had a blast. Go to dinner with him one night. It's a yep. it's an absolute blast. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, you know, you talk about me. Listen, actually, the stuff that comes out of his mouth isn't that much different than that's what, what I, comes was, out of yours. I was. I was just going to say, people say Ron Russell doesn't have a filter. Well, go with him. You want him? <laughs> no filter. According to my wife, go with me sometime because she's constantly giving me the elbow or, or the. <laughs> Under the table leg kick, you know. Yeah, I do that too. No. I think Jimmy does that. Uh, yeah, I do that. <laughs> no, I've had some. I've had some people say to me, "You know, Ron, you really should limit it. You really have no filter." I say, "How do you think I make a living? If I had a filter, I'd be as boring as everybody else." Exactly. So not having a filter, I tell it like it is. No smoke up your ass. I don't bullshit anybody. If I didn't like you, and if I didn't think you were a good actor, I would have said. Oh, Robert, nice to have you on our show. So what is it you do? You know, I would have been polite. But, but I like you, and I, and, I, and I know your work. I mean, you know, I don't respect many, many actors, but I respect you because you're a hardcore actor. What I call, what I, call I could throw a script at you, and I know I'm not going to be disappointed. Whereas so many actors and actresses that we know, famous people, extremely famous people, Jimmy and I have discussed because Jimmy said, you know, if I get so-and-so, I get my funding. And I'd say, Jimmy, so-and-so can't act. You know, don't but sometimes those names though. You just need them. I know, but don't you wreck do. your, don't yeah. wreck your film by, by putting somebody in that stinks. Tab Hunter, you know who Tab Hunter was? Oh, yeah, sure. My very dear friend for like 30, 40, 50 years. Couldn't act out of, out of a paper bag. Tab was a dreadful. Was but, yeah, he was gorgeous. But when he was gorgeous, I, I worked with him in that kind of woman with Sophia and him, Sophia Loren. Gorgeous. But when the gorgeous went, so did Tab. Mm. So a lot of you yeah. out there who uh, in, uh, who want to be actors and actresses, don't count on your looks, Kiki. Yeah. Well, see, that, that's why I had to learn how to act. So, because <laughs> no, no, that's not true. no, I've been told. You're I'm, stunningly I'm, handsome. I'm a very good actor because I'm not afraid to not be uh, pretty or handsome. I don't, I don't go for that. I, I work uh, hard, and I try to get away from the fact that I'm magnificently gorgeous and very modest, <laughs> and, and modest as well, you know, and humble. And, and, you know, I don't like, 
See, that's what, that's what I like. I look. I I really enjoy playing characters where I get to look completely different. And uh, me too. You know that that's uh, uh, that's one of the thrills for me. And actually, in this film, Dweller, I come out looking like uh, I have a couple of different looks in there, and you will not even recognize me. So um, that's I what I like. That. We gotta go. Yeah. We gotta go, baby. So listen up, you guys. Make sure to watch yeah, Ruth. Hello to Devony for me, okay? Oh yeah, she, we will. She's coming on next. She's sitting in the waiting room now. And okay. uh, uh, thank you so much, Robert. Good luck with everything. And thank everybody, you. watch thank Ruth. You. Listen, follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Robert Craighead, and say hello to your wife and family. I see sure. you very soon, Robert. See you soon. Bye bye, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yay. All right, everybody. So you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show weekly. You guys are live stream on Facebook and uh, through W4CY Radio on Facebook and, and uh, YouTube. Um, that's our home station. It's a fabulous station. We love them. K4HG Radio in L.A. You can hear us on Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, Pandora, and on television. You can see us on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube, and... Let's say hi to Devony. Devony, hi. Can you no, wait, can we we're hear on you? Facebook. You hi. Said it already. I said that at the beginning. Hey. You said Facebook. Oh, my God. Look how gorgeous. We got to love it. So hi, say, guys. Yeah, we can hear. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous Devony Penn. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hey. Thanks, guys. You guys are so fun. This is the most fun that I've had yeah, all yeah, quarantine. But, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Your being on the show is going to cause some trouble. Because oh, you know. Well, you know it. I'm a Guido, too, and I'm also from Jersey. No, I have no filter, so this is going to be an interesting show. Well, wait wait a minute. We have a very... He's a, not there. We have a fan that's in here every week, and he's a degenerate, and he's married, and he lives in England, and he comes into our show. He only wants to bang Sadie Katz, Sarah Davis, everybody. Sarah French. Sarah French. <laughs> he's got a... He a, likes all the hot does it? And when he sees you, he's, he's just going to be freaking so out. I, but, <laughs> But Dave is not in the in the chat room. He's there or not? Dave, are you in the chat? Look at get a load of this piece of ass. <laughs> anyway, he's so, gonna kill himself. So let me introduce <laughs> my outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. I think we met it. You met at Suwon. We met it. Suwon. Yes. I remember you. Oh, and by the way, yes. Dave is in the Wait chat room. I think I slated you, didn't I? Slate? Hi, Dave. You did slate me, yes. Thank you. So look at that. Dave is Dave there? Dave is here and he wrote, Oh my fucking God. (laughs) (laughs) So you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Listen, do me a favor. Just pucker up the lips and send She just did it. Send him a juicy romantic kiss. (laughs) Look at that, Dave. That's for you. That's for you, Dave. I gotta love it. So we have a chat room full of people. Please say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi guys, I love, love love you all. Please interact with us. I'm really, really active social media. I'm gonna be extra active today on the show because Jimmy Starr invited me to come cause some trouble. So keep there the questions go. going, we'll answer them. There Got it. Go. So this is gonna be fun. So first of all, you guys, we we had never met Devony. We run in the same circle. We know all the same yes. people. We're fr- friends with Jessica Cameron and Sadie and all the, the actresses that you're in all the movies with, but we never had met you. I was so excited that you came to Sue Wong's. We got to meet you. Um, you were gorgeous. Yeah, looking magnificently yeah, she sexy. Ma- she was just gorgeous. But you know what? You didn't look sleazy or trashy. You look sophisticated. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, it's, a, it's a fine line, but we try to tread it. Yeah. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> I always say you can you can hang your tits out, but do it with class. You know. Thank you. Thank different. you. Yes. There's Completely one agree. Cleavage and decolletage is one thing, but a pair of tits hanging out is another. 
I mean, and, there's always a time and place for that too, but not at yeah. not at Su Wong's gala. Yeah, and the party was so elegant and beautiful. Come on, beautiful. And oh my god, you look stunning. You really do. You know, not Thank too you. many dark-haired women make it in our business. For some reason, redheads and blondes go a lot further. Yeah, but well, because they really pop on camera. You know, it's, it's they they dazzle a little bit so yeah, um you're, you're one of the more beautiful brunettes there are and you don't have to have ready well, to be beautiful you guys uh, everybody wait, wants to hang out hang real on. quick wait wait you know who you remind me of an actress <laughs> from years ago called linda darnell you know look, i feel like i've heard that before actually look, look, i think someone linda, else has said that look, certainly look linda darnell up uh, it'll make your day. Hang on one second. You guys Devin, you guys can find Devany on Twitter. It's at Devany Pin, D-E-V-A-N-N-Y-P-I-N-N. And Ron is a Turner Classic Movies buff. Um, he's going to yeah. be 80. He's going to be 80 next month. Um, well, must we have a Turner well, What? Because Linda Darnell is How like, do you stay so hot? Girl. Tell me. Ron, I, what's the secret? I masturbate regularly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't keep you young, you know. <laughs> He also doesn't drink. He doesn't do drugs. No. He doesn't wash his face. He doesn't put soap on his face. No. He uses olive oil or something. Yes. Really? Well, I when I, was, when I was a child, I used to study ancient Rome. And they didn't have soap in ancient Rome, the time of Caesars. What they did was they put olive oil on their face and with a wooden stick, they would slide the olive oil off and that cleansed the face. Olive oil also <laughs> is an antiseptic. So it kept your skin beautiful. I happen to have probably the nicest skin of a man of my age. No wrinkles, no pucks. Or just in general, yeah. I have wonderful skin, and it's because I consume olive oil and I apply it to my face. They say that uh, that us Italians age a little more gracefully. We kind of got gifted in that department, and I think you're living proof on that one for sure. Listen, back it up, honey bun. You're an Italian from Brooklyn? She said that when she first got on. I'm not from Jersey. From Jersey, Yeah. Oh but my, my family is from Sicily. Oh, so now we're in love. What are we going to do about it? <laughs> you know. Oh, my you know, God. Really. You're probably like my cousin. I love you. We <laughs> are totally related. You're right. Oh, she's an Italian. It might be, though, because no you're wonder, both gorgeous. No wonder you're so gorgeous. You're an Italian. Jesus, I should have suspected uh, We We know how to do it, you know. Well, I think it's a gift given to us. The Italian people are really a beautiful race. Some races yes. aren't so attractive, if you noticed. They have pimples and bad skin. But Italians all have beautiful skin. And the women are, either the women come very ugly or very beautiful. There's no in-between with Italian women. I live there. We're, we're very exotic, like really strong features. So either it really works out or it's a hot mess. And, you know. I want to tell you a quick story. 1959. Sure. I was on a film with Sophia Loren and Tara Punter called That Kind of Woman. And it was How did you, oh my God, yes. Five o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, and Sophia's Cadillac pulled up to the set, which was a railroad on Long Island. So there were only police barriers. She had to get out and walk past people to get to the uh, trailer. She had on a kerchief, big sunglasses, no makeup. All I saw were big, fat, chapped lips. And I noticed her hands were very not pretty. And, and there was no fingernail polish or anything. And I thought to myself, that's Sophia with a hooked nose and dark. She was dark, like, like, a, like a, almost like an African-American. And I thought, my God, that's Sophia Loren. She's not, not pretty at all. Two hours later, she came out of the trailer. I near died. <laughs> she was the most exquisite creature I have ever seen in my life. 
Her beauty was beyond belief. And when she <laughs> she looked at me and I yelled, I spoke Italian, so I yelled out something in Italian. Ma guarda come sei bella. And she, I mean, but everyone look how beautiful. She turned and she gave me her smile and I fainted. <laughs> so, so now I had to get a kiss from her after three days of shooting in Central Park uh, Grand Central Station and Long Island. She became friendly with me. And when I left, I said, Dami un bacio, give me a kiss. And she kissed me on the cheek and the lipstick was there. And I ran home and I showed my mother and father. <laughs> I am never washing this cheek ever again. I have to like love it. She was beautiful. So let's Italian. do some bragging, you guys. So we have Devani on. Not only is she gorgeous, but she's a great actress and she's very talented. And yeah. I have to say, uh, I didn't know... I didn't really know who you were until I saw Bus Party to Hell, and then I went back and saw all the things that you've been in. And we watched Bus Party to Hell because Sadie is Ron's like adopted daughter. She's my baby. I love her. She's oh, so awesome. Her. It's the first time we got to work together was on that. It was only kind of by association because we we're not in the same scenes, but we got to like promote together. And yeah. she just is awesome. She's just so cool. I love her. So you guys, in that movie, Sadie Katz is the realest thing you'll find in our business. That was a Mahal I, I, I love her for that. That was, yeah. a Mahal, that was a Mahal Brothers film, right? Sonny and his brother? Yes. Okay, so yes. what the hell, you guys, you have to see it because Devin is in it and Sadie is in it, especially you, Dave, uh, and Stars Now UK, Dave. Also, Alyssa Dowling, who's a friend of ours now that we met about yes. six months ago, and Tara Reed is in it, who we see like at every event that we go to. She's super cool. Yeah. So that was like a kind of like a big thing, but then I look back on your resume, and you're like Casey Anthony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys, do you guys remember Casey Anthony? There was the the show was Casey Anthony American Murder Mystery, and Casey Anthony's the didn't she's didn't she like kill her daughter or something? And uh, tell us the Casey Anthony story, a, a, a real quick synopsis. Really quickly, she um she's one of the new I guess popular true crime stories. Uh, she made worldwide news and was uh regarded as the most hated woman in the world for a while for um, allegedly she went to uh, to trial for the murder of her daughter, um, Kaylee. And eventually she was uh, acquitted from it. But she, it was a, she wasn't charged. It was, but it was huge. really. Oh, wait a minute. Did you play the, the woman? She played the woman. I played Casey Anthony yeah. in her miniseries. Yeah. So tell and, me, how much uh, fun was that playing a murderous bitch? <laughs> uh, I play honestly typecasting. And uh, I, I play the murderous bitch a lot, quite frankly. So <laughs> this was um, this is uh, right up my alley. I really um, I love true crime. It's my my favorite uh, thing to be involved in as far as uh, as work. So to get to be part of it was great. But then um, I played uh, real people before and other things, and it's always really hard. This one was extra hard to do because I hate her so much. I think she's extremely guilty. I think she's a terrible person and I kind of just want to kick her in the face, but instead I had to tell her story like it was mine. And so, um, <laughs> so it was a challenge. A Sicilian from Jersey is going to kick her in the face. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love my kind of talk, except I would have gone a little lower, not the face. I would have... <laughs> in the throat? Yeah, that works too. Even the lower than that. It. Lower than the navel, I would have kicked her. But anyway... Um, so let me let me ask you a question. You got a boyfriend? Yes, we met him. Uh, Jimmy, shut up. <laughs> I want the guest to do it. Our audience doesn't know what we know. So we and I have to be <gasps> stupid like we don't know anything. And she's going to tell us she has a boyfriend. Oh, you do? And then I have to answer back. 
Oh, great. Of course I know he has a boyfriend. We met him. We got a big fucking... <laughs> He's a phenomenal director. I think he's a director, right? He's a phenomenal director. He is a director. Yes, I, I am in and a committed cute. relationship. And yes. he's cute. He is very cute. Absolutely oh, is. How'd you, and bag, how'd you bag that trick? Well, she's a hottie too. Uh, we actually met on a movie in New York. Go figure. He's also uh, an East Coaster. And uh, I was hired to play his love interest in a film. And this was when he was still acting. He doesn't act anymore. Um, and we didn't really get along, but we ended up having to do a press tour together to do with the movie and um it turns out we actually had a lot in common and i really really liked him and so um we have been dating for a long time now almost a decade and uh we now work together as well we have a production company and he is a brilliant writer director so we have done several movies together now and it's kind of a kind of a dream job in that way I love I'm it. Gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, we have a lot of uh, producers that are friends of ours. I'm going to produce for you. I'm going to push you. I'm going to say I want to be in a film Thank with you. this girl. I want to be in a film. I want to be in a film with you too. We definitely need to work together I for think, sure. I we think should find both, something. Both our energies could really blow that scene out of the water. I mean, you and I both <laughs> blow the whole film away. They're going to be like, "What film?" It was just. I love it. No, really. <laughs> I would love. Time. I would love you to play my daughter who is a bitch and I, and I'm fighting with you as an Italian father. I think you Let's and I just would, do that anyway. Yeah. But I think we would deliver a performance that they have never seen before. So you go, hang on, uh, let me, do, let me do some bragging. You guys like, so, wait, you're the daughter that came home pregnant. And I say to you, you know, what are you, a putana? You come home pregnant in my ass, you bitch. Get the fuck out. No daughter of mine. <laughs> Shut up. Don't you answer me back, Maladucata. You're no good. You gave it away. You're a sewer for men. You're a tramp. You're no good. Get out of my home. And, and then what happened? I, I wouldn't make it to the scene. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then you come back and you spit, you spit in my face and you say, I know you're a fag. <laughs> <laughs> My mother told me you were queer. She caught you in her bra and panties. <laughs> Holy crap. You guys are awesome. Oh my God. That would be hilarious. I think that scene would make fuck the Academy Award. We get the university. <laughs> So, so, so uh, I noticed that you did a lot of films with Jessica Cameron, and we met Jessica Cameron about a year through Sadie. We actually met Jessica. I knew her from a long time ago, but I didn't really know her. I love her to death. I think she's fabulous. I know you've done a bunch of movies with Jessica Cameron and Brandon Slagle, who I used to know, but I, I kind of lost, lost contact with. But I want to do some bragging. Some of the people that you've like worked with, you guys. She's worked with Bill Obers Jr., who we've had on the show, Brandon Slagle. Yeah. Tara Cardinal's been on the show. Angie Stevenson's a friend of ours. Tony Todd's a friend of ours. I'm doing a film with Kane Hodder right now. Michael uh, Berry. Awesome. Uh, Alexis Iacono, who's a friend of ours. Oh, that's my Ava Gardner. Is she not a beauty? Another gorgeous brunette. She um, is very pretty, yeah. Oh, she's a beauty. She looks like Ava Gardner. I, lo Ling, I love Alexa. By Ling, James Duvall, who I'm doing a film with right now. Sadie, Tara Reed, Alyssa. Uh, Felissa Rose, Vernon Wells, who they've all been on our show. Felissa Rose is a doll. Do you know Felissa? Yeah, she's married. She's a bunch very, of very. Yeah, we've been um, in the same kind of circle, I think, for uh, 10 years now. She's like, you know, have you met Marcel very prolific? Waltz? She's have really met, great. Have you met Marcel Waltz? I have, yes. Uh, he's a. Uh, 
Quite He's my little partner in crime. I adore him. We He's love so, him. So I love him. <laughs> he was along with us. He was at yeah, and he He's did, so he, cute. Yeah. He did some film. Blind is the best horror film I've seen all year. I, I love it. I went to the LA premiere to cheer them on. Um, I've gotten to work with Sarah a couple of times too. Um, we actually hired her for a film called Escape from Cincinnati years minute. ago. You went, you went to the red carpet. Oh, blind? we didn't even see you. How come I didn't see you? I, I didn't know I, her. <laughs> I skipped the red carpet. Um, oh, okay. I kind of ducked in the back. Um, I do. I do a lot of red carpet stuff, but it's usually um, usually not for stuff that I'm, I'm close to the people who made it. I wanted to kind of be their day, so I didn't want to like yeah, go but, and you know, be like a, I'm here for my photo op. I want to just go support them. So no, but you'll be. I loved it. What a great film. Yeah, it was a good film. Wait, I wait, let me finish. It was. And she Sarah also, did a good job. She she's also, great. Great in that. She, you guys, she's also worked with Vivica Fox, Bill Duke, Michael Pere, which you know. I know uh, Michael Jay Pere. Moore, yeah. Luke Goss, Stacey Dash, Mindy Robinson, Richard Grieco, who we know, Lorenzo Lamas, who Ron's friends with. Yeah. No Googly Emmy's been in the show. Robert Lasardo, mm -hmm. Ezra Bussington's been on the show. Eric Roberts. I mean, you have a you're like a who's who of like the coolest people. What, what's happened to Lorenzo? I haven't heard or seen from him in a long time. He's flying planes. He doesn't come out. We no, had the same here. publicist for a while, and um he was he was said he's coming out every time and he maybe came out a handful of times. I think he really likes his privacy and his little world. And, you know, he's Lorenzo Lamas. He doesn't need to come out every second. <laughs> we'll all wait for him. So, but he was always very nice. Yeah. He's no, nice. He, he's I, nice love, I love him. I tell a story. Mm -hmm. His mother, Arlene Dahl and I are good friends for a long time. Oh. And uh, Lorenzo, I know for a long time, I went to his daughter's baptism, everything. Larry, oh. Larry is so not homophobic. Larry will hug me. He holds me when we're in public. He's not afraid that people are going to think he's gay. He is probably one of the most he-men men today. He loves women. I said to Arlene one time, I said, now that Lorenzo is, is divorced, maybe he should go out with my daughter, Leslie, who's a beauty. And Arlene said, I wouldn't wish it on your daughter. What are you, crazy? <laughs> And I argued. I said, what do you mean? She said he only loves porno women with fake boobs that are all pole dancers. I said, well, that's not my daughter. But Larry Lorenzo Lamas is a, is a wonderful guy. I like him a lot. So hold on. Let me do some more bragging. So here's some of the films you guys. Can now, here's one that I haven't seen. And I, I just picked it out because I liked it. I didn't pick out everything. I picked it out because I like the title of it. And, and you have to tell us something about it. It's called Nude Nuns with Big Guns. <laughs> Now that's for me. That's that, what you're How awesome is that, right? I know. I know. That's cool as shit. I absolutely I, uh, love that title. That is the it's best. It's so good. It's it's Nuns so it was um it's uh it's a grindhouse movie and it came out years ago um earlier on in my career and uh I try to do something for everybody so if someone asked me oh what should i watch of yours depending on what the kind of movies you like i can make the right suggestion so i wanted to do a grindhouse movie and when i saw the the castings for uh for nude nuns of big guns i was like that title's too good to not be part of <laughs> you're right <laughs> i agree now, are those nuns with big boobs or big guns uh, everything's big in that movie. So, so it's all everything's big in that movie. So it's, yes. It's all of the the knockabroads. I call them the knockabroads. With big there guns. Is, there's <laughs> there's something for everyone in Nude Nuns of Big Guns, including Bell Albers Jr., which is the first movie I did with him. So that's kind of cool. Where, where, and, where, um, is that, where is that movie, None with Guns? Where can we see it? 
Is it uh, out? Now I'm not sure. It still makes the rounds. It was um, number one on Netflix for months. That was like when Netflix was just coming around to be what it is today. And we oh, were like the first oh, one to go oh, viral oh. on that. And it kind of put me on the map. So it's an old film. You starred in it? I don't star in it. Um, I was in a few scenes for it. And um, I had started to do a lot of work at that time. And um, I was doing well in the press. So um, I ended up starring in it. <laughs> well, you know, that happened. Surprise! <laughs> that happened. You know, that's what I talked about with Robert. Steen Sealers. Uh, Steen oh, which, Steelers. by the way, Robert Craig had told us to say hi to you. Because yeah. when he was leaving, he said, I sure saw that. How cute is he? And he's a, he, we, we love we him. We love him. Bob is a good guy. He's a good buddy. Bob Cr I'm going to be, uh, I was watching your guys' interview with him, which I was totally getting pumped up because y'all are so fun. And so now, uh, now I know some of his projects, so I'm going to support his work when we're, uh, oh, we're done here tonight. He's, we like love him. I'm, I'd like to meet his wife. She sounds interesting. We we will meet her. Yeah, we invited him to the Sue Wong thing, but he couldn't go because they, they, they got sick. sick. Uh, we invited them, but next year oh, we'll all get us, we'll all get back together again and we'll do it again because it'll of course, be. Fun. Jimmy's Jimmy's in charge of the invite list. So sounds good. Well, you're not on, supposed to tell people that. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, well, just kidding. I, I, I never. <laughs> Who said I said that? That's not true. I never said that. So wait, tell everybody. So what do you think are some of the best? So for horror movies, what are some of your best films? If people want to see your work, which ones would you say, this is the one you should go see me in? Which you should go see uh, Bus Party in Hell because I saw that and I had a good time. Yes. That's the fun nuns. one. It's more recent and it's easy to find still. So that one I usually point to. I always ask what kind of stuff you like. Um, so let's me, what kind of horror movies do you like? Oh, I like every kind because I'm just a genre fan, so it doesn't make any. I know. I mean, really, the torture porn ones are my favorite, like Saw and Hostel and stuff like that are probably my favorite. But my favorite movie of all time is like The Lost Boys, which is not a, a scary oh. one. It's just and, and vampires. I, I love vampires and werewolves. I'm always in horror <laughs> movies. I'm always in them, and I hate them. And really? When I, oh, when I see them, I say, what, what horrible, shitty movies are these? They're so crappy. <laughs> I hate them. They're so cheesy. They're, it's so escapism. Awful. It's fun. I, I love you it. Not, I you love don't it. have fun doing them? I think it's fun. I love doing them. Like I'm doing Clown Motel 2 for John, Joe oh, Kelly. Oh, cool. That's fun. I love Joe Kelly. And I love Angie Baby, Angela Joseph. So, And the people in it, I love this. Everybody, in, I'm surprised you're not in it. Everybody in the business is in it. So it's. I don't. I don't know them actually. So I'm hopefully after that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to introduce you to some yeah, people because we no, run in we run in the same circle partially, yeah. but then we also run in different circles. No. And I would love to introduce yes. you. I already told her. <laughs> I, want to get her to, I want Joe Kelly. She's to, fabulous. Joe Kelly will meet you. He'll put you in one of his films. His his clown motel one did fabulously, by the way. I saw that. Yeah, I was following it because I got um, a great release on it, yeah, and they were really championing. But um, but I don't know people who made it. I just know as like well, a genre fan. When I saw it, I said, "What a piece of shit this is!" But <laughs> no, it was but it's fun, right? <laughs> well, when it turned into camp, then it became a fabulous film because it's fun. Yeah. It's funny. It's a wonderful comedy. I took it as serious. Uh, I don't well, know. Well, th that's okay if you did. When when the filmmakers don't know that they're making camp, that's when it gets a little. But when they're in on the joke and they really go for it, then you, everybody can have fun and it can be a success and the escapism that it's supposed to be. I know. It no, was now fabulous. I look at Clown Motel One and I love it. It's fun. And Clown Motel, <laughs> I hope, is just as funny. I'm I'm so lucky. Guess who I'm working opposite? Who's my wife, Lorene Landon? 
I don't know if you know. Do you know Lorene Landon? Do you know Lorene Landon? I, I, just by association. We, I don't think we actually know yeah. each other. We've been at like events together and things, but I don't know she's, if we've actually we, she's met. An, she's an angel. You know, when we... One of my dearest, closest friends is Lorene. I adore Aww. her. We're going to have a party when the, the thing is over because we always have parties and a lot of people. We live in Palm Springs and everybody comes. And uh, so when we do it, we're going to be having Sadie and Marcel and Sarah French and Jessica Cameron and everybody come to the house for a party. So when we do that, we'll invite you and your boyfriend and you'll know everybody because there'll be all the people you work with. And then you can like, you know, network and we'll have a good time because you'll love all you'll any of them that you don't know. You'll love and Lorene comes all the time. She's beautiful, beautiful woman. She's got she a heart. She is very, very beautiful. Absolutely. No. I would love to meet her. And Palm Springs is like my favorite place on earth, actually. Oh, I it. love Palm Springs. Um, I actually lived randomly in Salton Sea for a year. Ooh, um, salty. I, I know, I know, I know. I always get that reaction, but it's actually beautiful. And yeah, it, I did it because it. I needed to be close to Palm Springs. I was working on stuff there. And I went because I saw like a brand new house, super cheap. And I wanted to um, wanted to go see if like, oh, maybe I can, you know, have this really nice house for, for nothing. And I drove out there on like a joke. I looked around and I was like, where the hell am I? And <laughs> not, nothing but by the time I was done, I was like, you know what? This place is kind of charming. And I ended up, it has the most beautiful sunsets you will ever see in your life. And um, we ended up shooting a movie there, uh, Dead Sea which did pretty well. Um, Alexis was in that one and, um, and Jimmy Duvall was in that one and a few other people. And so we, we got great filming locations with the mountains and the water and, um, and the deserted towns that are nearby. So uh, if I had to go back, I would probably choose Palm Springs, yeah. but, <laughs> but it's a really great place to, to shoot for sure. I agree with that. Uh, the, the mount they could do prehistoric movies or uh, movies of another planet. It's so yes. like a Mars yes. planet, and the lake yeah. is huge. It's a it's an ocean, but it, it's like an ocean, but it's nothing grows in it. No fish, nothing. No, it, it's full of uh, I forgot sodium or sulfur or something. And it's yeah, it's got a bunch of salts in its weight. It's more acidic than um than the the ocean, more salt, and then so the fish. Um, there's a lot of tilapia that are in it, but they die almost immediately because it's too salty and then they wash up on the shore and it's like and the great smell. for a wasteland movie yeah the the smell. Smell. So, wait, so so you're in a lot of horror movies uh, are you a whole like yes. before you became an actress were you a horror movie fan um yes and no i i grew up very christian i still am and um very very reserved like i my mom only let me watch like disney movies so i hadn't seen anything um until i was an adult and then when I did, I kind of went crazy on it. I was like obsessed. I wanted everything. And then I became a hardcore fan. And um, I was actually going to school for musical theater. And when I came out West to do that, I tried to find um, theater groups to belong to. And I couldn't. I ended up finding a horror movie audition. And I'm like, what the hell is an independent film? I didn't even know. Um, but I went and I got the lead in it. And um, I had the best time of my life getting to create the nightmares instead of just be uh, oh a viewer God. for them. And then okay. I was hooked. Hold on. Hooked. So we have two, two questions. First, that means you can sing, yeah. right? Have you ever recorded any? Do you have anything recorded? I don't. Um, when I started, um, bef before I started pursuing acting, when I was a teenager, I was actually in a pop girl group. Um, we got picked up by Jive and then Jive abruptly wasn't a thing anymore. That's like when the whole pop era just ended. What was the um, name so, of the group? Uh, Fire Babes. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I used to like love that because I, I was really um big into it when I was like younger and I'm I'm a publicist now and half of my clients are music. Um but like yeah, it was fun, super fun. Um we changed our name halfway through. They they rebranded us um for forbidden with a four. Okay. Oh, no, um, I can't. Did you release anything as forbidden? Like, are there any YouTube videos of you or anything that I can go look there at? There might be old stuff. I could probably try and dig some stuff. I <laughs> didn't keep up with it because it was not my thing. And um, I was on, I went to college on an opera scholarship. So I wanted to do wow. that direction oh. with it. What um, a talent. And like, then ultimately. I, I'm so excited because it's like, not only are you gorgeous and a great actress, but you've got this whole like other, like all these like fabulous because skills. She's a talent. I know. It's a talent. <laughs> How can we not be able to do everything? Yeah. I'm Mom's still not impressed, by the way. She's like, yeah, but what did you do this? Yeah, it doesn't matter what I do. She's like, wait, yeah, but. Wait. What, what, what Italian doesn't sing opera? No, hold on. Okay, wait a minute. On, wait, wait, no, <laughs> okay, so tell me, what are, what are a few of the horror movies that are like influential that you like a lot? Not necessarily your own, but the ones that like got you interested in the whole thing. Like when you got to start watching them, what were the ones that you were like, oh my God, I love these? I'm, I'm a big I was a big pop culture person and very teeny boppery. I I mean, spice girls, like as girly as it comes. So um, the natural transition for me was slashers. I mean, and I was right there in the prime. I mean, scream and, you know, I know what you did last summer, all that whole era there. It was like, could not get enough. Those are fun. And then from there, then I want to just go dark as possible. Once I started being like an actor and being involved in the community, then I was like obsessed with the making of everything and how, how far can you go and shock value. And so then I really got into torture porn and I love that direction. Like, Hostile oh, Martyrs, Serbian film, like all okay. about it. And I then love all of Martyrs is the only one. Martyrs, Martyrs, it freaked me out so much because I'm not real religious, but like with all the religious undertones and martyrs, minute. I Back couldn't that like. Up. You're not yes, religious you. at all. Yeah. Okay, well, I was when I was younger. <laughs> uh, that, that, so martyrs, martyrs in a Serbian one, they they like freaked me out. Um, but but hostile it, and all that, I love you. Oh no, I, I, I those I, are fun. I watched Martyrs and I was just okay. like, oh my God, getting, I can never getting, watch this getting again. Getting away from promo. And no, no, wait, wait, no, no. Cause then, oh. okay. So now I want to go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Cause everybody like, like loves this stuff. Okay. So let's, let's yeah. do, do my, my question. I like to ask everybody. Uh, so. Oh, wait, let me just ask her one question. Okay. Are your parents from Sicily? My grandparents are. Yes. But not your mother or father. No, my dad um, was brought over when he was young, and my mom um, is about as white as it comes. She literally, like my uh, ancestors on that side, signed the Declaration of Independence. So it's literally like one end to the other. She's hi, cute mom. little blonde. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. We'll hi, say hi mom. to mom. <laughs> so your mother wasn't strict. You're not allowed out after 11. You can't be alone with boys. Nothing. Absolutely not. I mean, I was as PG as it came, and. Uh, I think she's kicking herself on that now because now I'm like polar opposite. <laughs> so wait, where did you go to? Where did you go to school? Did you go away someplace far away to go to school, or did you go to school in New Jersey? Uh, yeah, I, well, I grew up in New Jersey, and then um, at 17, I left to do my senior year of high school in Arizona because I was going to ASU and I wanted to get residency. And then from there, um, I was driving back and forth to Los Angeles for auditions because um, the summer after my high school year. I uh, got my first horror movie and then it did really well overseas. And so people started calling me to do their movies. So I was doing like class part time and then spending half my time in LA. And one day I just didn't go home. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. 
I mean, it's, yeah. definitely, it's definitely working out. Like everybody loves you. I've never heard a single person say anything that wasn't glowing about you. How nice you are. What a great uh, actress you are. Another question. Maybe so, they saw me kill people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do all the questions that nobody wants to answer. So you, yeah, think, you, it. you think you're going to marry this guy? Yes, I do. Is he going to ask you, you think? Uh, it's possible. I'll, I'll happily share some, some juicy details with you, but I'd love to keep that um, off the public record. I'm very, very much of the opinion that um, to have a relationship that works in Hollywood and in the, the media, you keep it out of it. If you notice anyone who's, uh, who's in it for the long haul, um, I'm very much following their examples is you only see or hear every once in a while. You're not a, you're not all up in it. So I acknowledge there's an existence, but we're, uh, we're aiming for the best on that. So we keep it out of the public eye as much as possible. And I Plus like it's more fun. Like who wants to picture somebody's significant other while we're doing all this stuff? Nah, no, no. But I like our fans <laughs> to know you better than just on film. Uh, if people like you personally, they love your work more. Uh, a lot of they're gonna love her. No, they're gonna it's, love it's, you. it's true. It's true. Because I know a lot of the legends of Hollywood, the great old timers, Betty Davis, Joan Crawford, people like that. Oh. And they like I mean, he really knew. Them. No, I really. Jane, Ru <laughs> Jane Russell. Jane Russell was my best friend for so many years. The legend Jane Russell. Wow. Uh, and they, the studios used to do releases on them at home with the kids. Cooking. Yes. They never did any of that, you know, but it was all. It, it's all image. Yeah, it's all image. But I can't. And a lot of people will um, will amplify that. A lot of people will get into relationships for PR. They're, you know, they get married for PR. And there's a lot of people who are um, 150 percent in it on the business. end, and uh, there's not much I won't do for PR. But as far as when it comes to um, relationships, I'm a very much my own person. And so. Um, I did a lot of casual dating prior to this, but not, um, not committing to anything. So if I, if I think something's worth committing to, then I'm in it for the long haul. Cause I'm old fashioned that way, you know, well, you're 10 so years into it. it. So yeah, <laughs> she said they've yep. been together. Well, I have news for you. If you videoed your wedding and put it on television, it would get far more ratings than any of your films because people, That's probably love, true. people love to know who you are. I've interviewed thousands of people, trust me, thousands, many thousands, because I'm on this show nine years and we do uh, four a month. So add no, that, eight a month. Eight a month. So add that up. And, <laughs> and I find that the people that have come forward and have, have given a little bit of themselves to the audience go further. She's telling us everything, though. No, I, I'm, I'm I not, think you're very, no. very right on that. And here's here's my other side to it. Um. I'm very open. I mean, it, we're kind of similar in that way where you just put it all out there. And when I started, I really did. I mean, there was nothing that was off limits. Nothing was taboo. And, um, and I got a lot of love for it. But unfortunately, in my particular um, line of work, I was getting a lot of pushback, too. And I've talked about this a little. Um, actually, ironically, the last time was at Comic-Con with Alyssa. Um, we talked a little bit about that at our panel which is that when you're in our line of work, and that is that you are dying on camera, that um, you are a victim, that you are putting yourself out there as someone who goes through those things, you attract a lot of amazing, awesome fans, but you also attract some people who have those kinds of fantasies, who have those kinds of fetishes, who 
you know, a lot of people, I mean, and I stopped really becoming so public. Um, I used to do conventions all the time. And um, I stopped doing those for a while until very recently because I was getting fans that would write me um, fan letters about what they would like to do killing me. And they would write them to like my mother's house where we have a different last name. And I've never talked until recently about where she lives or anything like they just found it out on the internet. Um, I had a lot of people write to me, um, both themselves and their families concerned saying that um, they have various disorders where they can't determine reality from a movie and so they don't understand why, since they just watched me go die in this thing, they can't reenact that as a fan. And so when you when you take on this corner of the industry, it comes with overwhelmingly positive um, positive things like your fans are super loyal. Um, your career can span decades. Um, it, there's consistent work available. But then there's also some really specific Small downsides. Yeah, yeah, I know that because I, I have a downside. Men, men, not women. Men <laughs> send me photographs of erect penises, and and they write on how'd you like this baby. So no, I I, I write back and I say, I won't, but your mother would love it. <laughs> I have, you know, I actually I I totally get what you're saying. I have a friend who I hadn't talked to in like ten years, and he reached out to me on Instagram. He's very very famous. I don't want to say his name. Uh, and he said, asked me if I'd give him a call and I gave him my, uh, if I would call, I asked for his phone number so I could call him. And he sent me back a, a message saying, please send me your phone number. He said, because, because of all the crazy people, you know, who like try to get in touch with me, I don't answer my phone if I don't know the number that it's calling. So that's why I can yeah. plug it in. And I know who you are because he said, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. You know, like the, 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 there's the good fans and then there's a small percentage and those are the Very ones that small. unfortunately, the, the, unfortunately well, they're the ones who wreck I, it. I was pissed off with Facebook yeah. because for somehow Facebook put my phone number up somewhere. And for That's the, the other thing. Yeah. I mean, and, it's very becoming more and more easy for people to access everyone. Yeah, but, and, you know, sometimes that's great. Sometimes it's really not. No, and you don't even yeah. know. If you call me my machine, my machine, I answer with this. <laughs> if I did not give you this number and you don't leave a message, I will not return your call. Yeah. But I have people still calling me up with, with, with the stupid stuff. Uh, women that say stupid things. And one woman called up. She said, you, if you saw my tits, you'd want to ball me or something. And I thought, what the <laughs> I mean, what, I'm 80 years old. What ball? You know? <laughs> you know? No, hold Did on. you call we, her back? We, no. no. <laughs> we, have like, we have like four minutes left. And this is the Wait, question. One more I thing. Have, no, no, I want to do mine. We have had people call in and say, you fucking fags, I'm going to kill you. What queers have to be on television now? Oh, yeah. That's why we have the dog. We have 130 pounds. Yeah, we have a dog that'll eat people. That'll eat people. <laughs> I have a question. We have ridiculous had... in that time. We're still in those kind of times. I don't I don't understand that at all. I mean. We have had death threats. But ridiculous. So we've we have, we like have four, called the police on. We have like four. We have like four minutes, and I want to like get this out of there. Okay. So first of all, bucket list: a male and a female actor and actress that you have not worked with yet that would be on your like, oh my god, I'd love to work with them. And number two, if you could have been in any movie ever made in history, what movie would have you liked to been in? Oh man. Um, well, ironically, my number one um, that I've been working towards is Margot Robbie. Um, as an actress, she's my favorite. The second I saw her, 
um, opposite Leonardo DiCaprio, I was like, this girl's going to be a huge star. And she's just a badass. She's got so much range. And she's a producer, too. Yes. She, yeah. and, she and her husband um, produce together. So I just think she's a total badass. I would love to work with her. Um, and then, of course, there's others like um, Angelica Houston, Christina Ricci. I just, I, anyone who's um, a strong character actor who, uh, who does really unique things, I'm, I'm really, um, I love I, character actors. I think I they, love Christina Ricci. A lot of fun. I love Christina Ricci. God, okay. Oh, okay. So and then what movie would you have liked to have been in? Uh, what movie would I like to have been in? Um, let's see. Gosh, that's hard. Uh, Spice World. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> that is a great movie, though. Yes. I love it. I used to have all the I Spice love that movie. I used, to, I used to have autographed pictures of them. I had all kinds of stuff. I had everything Spice. Oh, so fun. I had all, I had I all not have a good time there. Yeah. I had, I had all the dolls. I had the vanilla ice dolls. Now I collect superhero action figures and horror hacks action figures. So I have a, an office full of them. Um, that's and so every, cool I'd love to see it sometime oh, you will, when you come you'll see it like I oh, have yeah. I have a six foot Jason from Friday the 13th and like a seven foot werewolf and they all move so and, fun. Um, it's so much fun so like I love the whole thing and I collect uh, wait, anybody all, who's been wait, on our show I have an action he, figure if they've got he one he also has a life size Ron Russell blow up doll so if I'm on hey. if I'm on location someplace he doesn't get lonely <laughs> <laughs> that's not a real, great idea not, actually I, I really like that it was a joke folks it's not real i don't want oh oh you're no. a tease no people yeah, will, people tease. are gonna write in and say where do i get one where <laughs> yeah where do you get one absolutely no, it's only a joke, folks. you only guys a have joke. to love it so you guys this is devany pin she's fabulous she's wonderful please well, i want to ask her one more oh. where'd you get the last name from uh well fun facts and spoilers my my real last name is Penella. oh so she Penella. um no, nice but when i Penella. but uh when i started acting um nobody knew what ethnicity i was and that was working in my favor like everyone thought that i was their ethnicity and so i was getting a lot of roles in that way but as soon as they heard the name Penella, they're like oh you're italian and then i started getting typecast as like the chick from new york so i i trimmed it i just trimmed it to pin and that way um it kept a little more ambiguous there you yeah, go i did russell i still get uh, the mafia guy the gangster i'm still playing tough guys even right. with, even with russell and being gay you figure you know they mentioned that faggot he's going to play a tough rough gangster and when they see yes. work, they get scared they say oh my god badass for real i really am but the, the, the <laughs> name doesn't work when i was younger i used my real name and they thought i was too ethnic because yep. back back then you had to be a name like a young smith brown jones you know yeah, as white as possible, waspy as possible, absolutely. Exactly. James Dean type, like me, I'm Stuart. Yeah. Waspy. Yeah. I, I, I look like a Sal Minio, you know, and I didn't get away with it. So everybody, we're gonna have to go because we only have like a half a minute left. So this is Devony Penn. Oh, you wow. follow her on on social media at Devony Penn. It's spelled D E V A N N Y P I N N. She's fabulous. She's wonderful. We want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Devony, a pleasure. Thank you so much. Wait, <laughs> to know you better once yes, the, once yes. the world comes back around again and we can't wait to see you so thank you we'll, so much we'll compare stories and laugh our asses off i would love that you guys are wonderful thank you and so much you, for having so me you. Bye. So you, all right everybody chat room ciao, thank Bella, you so ciao. much we'll see you guys next week bye guys yeah we in the mix yeah we in the mix
It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest news and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Russell. Russell.